Down to nine seconds. 95-68, Illinois. All smiles in Champaign on this mid-January night. The Illini blow out the Golden Gophers. 95-68. No wow. contest. No contest. Like you said, they, they led 5-3, to three and they never looked back once they took the lead. Oh, my God. Tim, I crossed paths with you at uh, halftime. You said it. I now will say it. Speechless. Well, here's what I'll say. Illini, and listen very carefully, whatever you did today, whatever you ate, whatever bed you slept in, whatever you did at shoot-around, do it every day for the rest of the season. Because how many times have we talked about this team not putting together a full 40-minute ball game And they really fired on all cylinders for all 40 minutes tonight, really setting the tone in the first half, shooting 56% for the game, getting a lot of what they wanted uh, at the hoop. Rebounds, and this is going to be my key to the game later, 39-26 to in favor of the Illini. 22 fast break points, which was a problem against Michigan that Brad Underwood talked about, and for the most part, great defense. So I'll be interested to see what the callers say tonight. Um... I'll be uh, ready to rebut you if you didn't like this one because there's not a whole lot to nitpick about. This was a tremendous performance, and obviously Minnesota did not have a good night, but it's not like Minnesota is a bad team. They've been having a, a very good season. Illinois can feel proud about this win. They get their first one in Big Ten Conference play. They do it at home with the students back. And the freshmen lead the charge. 23 for Io, 20 for Georgie Bajanishvili, Trent with 15, 10 for Andres Felice. Illinois dominates the Minnesota Golden Gophers, who looked like they didn't know what was coming. Well, I want to talk about it with you. Here's how you get in touch. PNC Bank fan line is 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. And you can tweet at us using the hashtag PNCBankAlini. We just gave you our rapid reaction, brought to you by Cozad Acid Management and Stocks Office Furniture. The Fasteners Etc. postgame show with you is next. A big win for Illinois, 95-68 over the Golden Gophers. Stay with us. Today's a good day. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, and Light Rock 97.5, News Gazette Media Station. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Bounce pass right baseline, Samba Kane. Turnaround jumper, Samba is good from 12 feet on the right baseline. Okay, big fella. <laughs> Here is Demonte Williams behind the back dribble. Off balance layup, no good. Rebound, Georgie B. Put it up and in. 
Mike Kipper fires a three, no good. Rebound Mishanishvili back up on the left hand. Rolls it up and in. Well, you can see Georgie's confidence growing and growing. Great offensive rebound. Didn't even think about throwing it back out. Took a power dribble and went up with the jump. Yeah, Georgie Bajanishvili, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 6 of them offensive. Shoots 8 of 12, has 4 free throws and 4 attempts as well. He was plus 39 in 29 minutes on the floor. And Illinois routes Minnesota. I'm not making this up. 95 to 68. Welcome in, everybody. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. I'm Scott Beatty along with Tim Dittman. This is Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champaign Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. We are with you here on the late night edition of Illinois beating Minnesota. First Big Ten win, long time coming. Illinois played solid against Michigan, uh, but obviously lost to a better team. And uh, my concern was, would they take a step back or use that as a springboard? They put a lot of pieces together tonight, Tim. They did, and uh, I'm curious to see if a lot of callers want to talk about uh, the substitution pattern and the amount of guys that got in. I mean, at one point it was 11, and then with garbage time uh, at the end, uh, the, the bench players getting in, it ended up being more than that. And Brad Underwood, as his style has been, you know, subbing every couple of minutes or so, um, and quite frankly, you know, as frustrating as it has been to watch in previous games, tonight there seemed to be a little bit, I thought, of a method to the madness, and I thought just when Illinois was getting into maybe a lull defensively, a fresh body would come in and kind of pick up the pace. We did not see Adonis De La Rosa tonight. He was pretty much the only guy who gets significant minutes that did not play, and uh, Brad Underwood, I'm paraphrasing uh, post game, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Scott, he basically just said, nothing wrong. Just an opportunity to get other guys playing time. That's what he said. So let's go to the phones. You can join us. PNC Bank fan line is 356-9397. Jeff is first up in Champaign. Hey, Jeff. How's it going, guys? Doing well. What are your thoughts, reaction to this one? I got two real quick things to say. To all the negative Nellies, how you like them now? And the second thing, I can't wait till next year. Good stuff. Oh, I have a good one. And I don't want to rain on that parade. I just want to. I just hope, for your sake, that Io DeSumo is still here next year. Because if he continues playing like this, there's always already chatter out there about his draft stock, and uh, he's looking more and more like an NBA player. He wasn't at the beginning of the year, but he's putting it together. Io, Trent, Kofi Cockburn with Georgie backing him up. January in the mix as well. I see your point, Jeff. All right. Uh, usually comes a little later in the program, but but ready to go right now. It's Steve in Peoria. Hey, Steve. Hey, Scott. Tim, thanks for having me on. Let's get this party started. Uh, first of all, welcome back, Scott. Hope you had a nice vacation. I did. I did. I really did. Great. Uh, great, great win tonight. Uh, the guys, I'm so happy for them. They needed it. I needed it. Illini Nation needed it. So uh, it, was, it was wonderful. Um, Io, hey, let's not talk about him leaving after this year. Even though, yeah, I've seen him in some mock drafts, and all it takes is one team, and I, you know, so. But let's keep him around at least another year. Georgie, outstanding. Good to see uh, Trent getting to the basket, scoring different ways. Uh, Tevion Jones, I mean, the little bit he played, he showed me something. I know uh, Simeon's been asking about him, but uh, that that kid, uh, we might have something there. I uh, thought our, our defense. 
you know, I, I thought the past couple of games our defense has been improving, but it really looked good tonight. Um, you know, I always I ask you guys, you guys are at the games, how does it look, how we're playing? I thought we weren't playing fast enough tonight. It looked like we were playing fast. The offense was flowing much better. Um, and I tell you what, one of the keys I thought, you guys mentioned team rebounding, was uh, we held Murphy to three rebounds, and mm-hmm. I think he was like averaging 12 rebounds. So that, that was outstanding, you know. And uh, so, hey, great win. Hey, i like to go up to Iowa and pop them. Let's see how we bounce back. That's going to be a key. And uh, my, my last thing is I told uh, Zoe tonight that we were going to win. Some reason why I had a feeling we, we were definitely going to win tonight. So she couldn't stay up and watch the game. So tomorrow morning her dad will tell Poppy was right. But she wanted me to tell you guys that we have a new Illini fan in the family. Uh, she's got a little sister Hannah was born Saturday. Hey. So, uh, That's what we no, like no, no, Yeah, so she just wanted me to tell you guys that. Thanks for having me on. Illini Nation, let's not sleep tonight. Let's, let's keep just let's enjoy this all night. Thanks, guys. He's from Peoria. That's good stuff. Congratulations to uh, Steve's family there on the birth of Hannah. We, we knew it was coming, and uh, beautiful name as well. But uh, Steve hit on a lot of good things. Yeah, I, I, I liked Tavian Jones tonight. There was a couple of moments where you realized, okay, obviously ball handling is still a thing that he has to grow in, but he can he can rise up, he can get a shot, he's long, he can defend. Uh, really enjoyed him on the court tonight. Yeah, really a pleasant surprise. You know, five points in eight minutes on two of three shooting. He was plus six in the plus uh, minus category, which, by the way, if you're not familiar, you know, we use that stat a lot. Essentially, you know, how productive the team is when you are on the court. So just kind of getting that out of the way. You know, Brad Underwood has said a couple of times coming off the suspension, you know, Tevian had missed pretty much half the season and he needed to kind of, I don't want to say get back in team shape because he's obviously in shape, but you know, kind of get back in the flow with the team and kind of earn his minutes back. Again, I thought he was a pleasant surprise tonight. I also thought Alan Griffin was a pleasant surprise tonight. He had just two points in 13 minutes, but he he was a, a solid presence out there, and he was another guy Brad Underwood said pregame was primed to get some more minutes just based on his work ethic and him coming becoming more comfortable uh, in the schemes that Illinois is running. So those guys I thought were pleasant surprises. And then Steve hit on, on Georgie real quick. The thing that stood out to me about Georgie, you know, he finished with three fouls. But his first half stats, 14 points, just one foul. I mean, he played a very disciplined, very smooth first half. And again, that first half overall, I'm talking team-wise for Illinois, really set the tone in this one. Possibly with the exception of how the Illinois played against Gonzaga for uh, a half, or but they didn't win that ball game. I mean, th- this has to have been the best played ball game overall. Um but that first half to me was, I, th- I think it was the f- best first half they played, and the second half wasn't bad. Right. You it know. wasn't a letdown. No, it wasn't. Which is another, I mean, I, you know, at halftime fifty-one twenty-eight. I'm thinking, okay, that's a pretty sizable lead. You really can't blow this lead. But I had did not have much confidence that they would hold on to it, and I thought Minnesota may come back, make this a game. They scored the first points out of the second half. Minnesota did. And then Illinois went right back at them. And Illinois has struggled so much out of the gates in the second half. That was not the case tonight. Uh, the paper tomorrow, the News Gazette, will have the report card. I'm, I would got, I have to think there's going to be almost all A's there. 
just how they did it tonight. And you know what? We have we have called out the team when they have had so they had some bad performances this year too. Mm-hmm. But CFAU. This was the opposite. This was a great performance tonight, and they should be proud of what they've done. Uh, one thing I'm curious, and it maybe uh, others have noticed, and we've got a bevy of texts here that I want to get to, but it seemed like uh, the offensive scheme was mixed, uh, changed up a little bit, and maybe that caught up Minnesota off guard. Not a lot of pinch post. I don't even know if they ran one time out of the pinch post. I saw it at least once, but yes, yeah. you raise a good point. A lot of... Uh, uh, a motion, you know, just a lot yeah. of movement. Three out, kind of swinging it along the perimeter. Exactly. And maybe that just threw Minnesota off, but Brad Underwood, for everybody that's been wondering about his scheme, if it can work or not, he changed the scheme tonight. I don't know if that's something he saw against Minnesota or something that's going to be permanent, but he changed something tonight, and it worked. And I believe, did Orlando Antigua have the scout tonight? Is that he correct? Did. So give him credit as well for a good scout. All right, some of the texts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. And uh, you know what? Also credit here to uh, the folks chiming in here because we hear a lot when Illinois loses, which shows you a passionate fan base. We're hearing a lot tonight after this win. Um, So let's get to a few of these here. Brian and Champagne drove over from Bloomington tonight to watch a ball game. It was like being in a time machine. There was this team wearing white that I swear hasn't been on the floor since 2005. Not sure who they were, but it was fun to watch. Go Illini. Uh, Brent texted, there's 10 minutes to go in this game, so this came in a while ago, but I'm going to make a premature comment. We've been very good driving hard to the bucket, rebounding tough, getting out in transition. Uh, I think the only thing I've complained about is that we still foul too much. Yes, I'd agree with that. But how great it is to watch this when we run out and get to the hoop. Io, phenomenal. Georgie, uh, Andres, Feliz, Trent, DeMonte, Tevian, all very good. We actually look like we know what we're doing. Brian in Idaho said that was fun. Really good performance. Hope it results in more minutes for younger guys. Tevian, Kane, Griffin need more tick. This team's best offense is its defense. Really good in transition. Guys brought it for 40 minutes and a well-deserved victory. And Terry in Champagne says this game gives the team more confidence going into Iowa City than if it had lost tonight. Yeah, well, I think that's true, and it'll be very interesting be how this can what this can do to translate because I thought the Michigan game I thought to myself I said in pregame like does the Michigan game a pretty solid performance against a clearly better team do you use that to carry that into tonight or do you take a step back because we've seen that from the Illini taking a step back after better performances even in losses and Iowa is going to be tough. I mean, they're a top 25 caliber program. It's always tough to win up there. You've got an odd start time, 12 noon on a Sunday. Um, so you got to think that, you know, the guys' routines are going to be shaken up a little bit. And with the weather, I mean, who knows that's how that's going to affect their travel, too. I know that's out of the players' hands, but just kind of an odd set of circumstances all converging on a Sunday morning. Um Like tonight, I think Illinois has a puncher's chance in this game. I think it's going to be very difficult. I think it's going to be much more difficult than tonight. Uh, But if Illinois plays like they did tonight and puts the pedal to the metal for 40 minutes, they will have a chance on Sunday. One more. Nick says, enjoy the postgame show tonight. Illini Nation needed that win. And you guys deserve a night free from a bunch of criticism. Love the show. Thanks for what you do. Go Illini. Thanks, Nick. Well, you know, unsolicited, unpaid find compliments. It in, find it interesting that uh, a lot of the usual callers are absent tonight, and I won't say anymore. Hey, it's late. It's late. Maybe they've gone to bed. 
We're back with more Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show late night. We're still taking your calls. PNC Bank fan line is 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. We'll get a scoreboard update with Evan, too, in just a moment. ...by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Rebound, Kipper Nichols. Line eye with a man advantage. Here is Dosumu for three, and he got it. Ayo Dosumu with his second three. The Illini lead it by 13. Timeout, Minnesota. 23 for the freshman who came in, averaging 20 and a half in his last four games. Ayo Dosumu, 9 of 13, shooting 3 of 4 from beyond the arc. Had four rebounds as well and a couple of assists. And Illinois, a big-time winner over Minnesota, 95-68. to We were all scrambling to look up the last time Illinois had scored 100 points in regulation in a Big Ten game. It came, for the record, back in 1994 against Iowa, a 105-90 win. Deion Thomas was surely in that game. Uh, you know, and I don't quite get to it. And also, the last time they scored 100 or more in a Big Ten game was the uh, triple overtime win over Rutgers a few years ago. Uh, nonetheless, uh, when the uh, game was well in hand, the Illini slowed it up, and they win 95-68. to Welcome back, everybody. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman with you. Evan Kahn, our producer-engineer and scoreboard updater. A few more texts here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Benny says, I was at the game, and although the Gophers are one of my teams, I wore my orange and blue go Illini. Slick Rick says, what a fun game, a great team win that we needed to turn the corner for the season Really enjoyed watching Coach Underwood play with the lineups to find the team that needed to be on the floor. Can't wait for the next game. Go Illini, Slick Rick and Clark on I-74. Um, and another one, uh, Texture says, this is what Brian meant by hang in there, <laughs> just so that caller is aware. You're like, okay. That's, gonna, that's, the, that's the phrase that's going to that's gonna haunt this post-game show forever. I, oh, it, that was Brian's sign-off? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. We're still talking about that one. Uh, Jason and Moline, where did this team come from? I will complain when they play poorly, but I will give props for good play. This was the best game I've seen this program play in years. Keep it going. And uh, Eric and Monticello says Kipper still didn't play well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kipper didn't have a good and, game. you know, gosh, Kipper, I love you, buddy, but I'm still I'm starting to run out of defenses for Kipper Nichols. I just am. When he's on, he's on. But he, he is there. Is there a more? Has there been a more inconsistent player in at least recent Illini yeah. history? Re- really hot and cold. And uh, you know, we saw Demonte get the start over Aaron tonight. My guess is in part is because Aaron isn't playing well in Big Ten play. He's only averaging three points a game. Demonte averaging around six points per game in Big Ten play. So a little more production there. I know a lot of people have been saying, why is Kipper starting? Why is Kipper starting? And we can debate that and go round and round. If it is any consolation, Brad Underwood has said that he really doesn't put a whole lot of stock in starting lineups. Uh, It's just guys that you have to trot out there at the beginning of the game. He is more about finding the right combination of guys as the game is going on. And again, we saw a lot of free will substitution tonight. Uh, I don't know. I, I... I don't mean to pour on the kid. I, I certainly wish Kipper the best, but he's just really, he's not giving the team a lot right now. 
All right, it is uh, 11.20 here Central Time, still Wednesday, but out on the East Coast, it's Thursday. So let's go there to Simeon. Hey, Simeon. Hey, how are you guys doing? I had to stay up to get on the phone and say how happy uh, I am, and I was really proud of the team. And I can mention uh, Io and Georgie B, but I thought uh, Felice played an outstanding game as well. Um, I was glad to see uh, Jones and uh, Kane and all of those guys. Uh, I was very happy with them, and I hope we can build off this and, and win some more games this year. Yeah, I I was surprised when Samba Kane came in. He played a minute and 40 seconds two games ago. In the last three ball games, he played a minute and 40 seconds. And I thought, okay, the Illini have a little bit of a lead. It was, I think, 12-7. to 7. And I thought, okay, Brad Unwin's going to throw him in there and see what can happen. And if he can pick up some fouls instead of other people, uh, that will help. <laughs> and, it, you know, I mean, you, you see all the raw that's out there, but you also see all the potential that's there with Simi, uh, with Samba Kane as well. And Simeon, too. You have great potential. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I wish I could stay up with you guys and, uh, later, but I got to get ready for work. But I wanted to call in and just say how excited I am and how happy I am. We appreciate and, uh, it. Um, I hope you guys have a great night, and I'll talk to you on Sunday. All right. We'll look forward to it. Yeah, I shouldn't stay up too late either. i got to work tomorrow also. 356-9397, PNC Bank fan line. Evan Kahn is here with a look at our scoreboard. That was fun. That's a little more fun, isn't it, to pull those kind of highlights, right? Yeah, a lot of fun. I was, I was very busy uh, trying to get them all, got as many as I could. Looks like it was a fun night in college basketball overall. A few upsets. We'll go to the top 25 scores to start. Ahead of the Illinois game was Iowa and Penn State. The Hawkeyes were able to knock off the Nittany Lions 89-82 there. Houston handles SMU 69-58. A battle of former Illinois coaches. Bruce Weber comes out on top in Oklahoma tonight, 74-61 against the Sooners. Bruce Pearl and Auburn handily took care of Texas A&M, 85-66. And then another upset in Texas, Iowa State defeats number 8, Texas Tech, 68-64. Uh, saw some texts and talking about I.O. and draft kind of stuff. There was actually a mock draft release today by ESPN, I.O. in that one is at 25, one spot ahead of Taylor Horton Tucker, who's <laughs> at 24. Uh, he scored nine points tonight. But but to that end, the reason I bring that up is is these guys are may see their names in the mock drafts or whatever, but, but the same kind of money isn't there 25, 26, as is even 13 to 14. And, and I'm not sure these guys would necessarily drop out or drop out isn't the right word, but but enter into the draft or something like that. But if Io keeps up the the way he's playing, I, I actually pulled it up. He's averaging 20 points a game over the last five games. After some local talent scouts weren't too happy with him following the Missouri game, so I I would look out. He's got he's got a different kind of confidence in him, the way he's taking it to the rack lately. I wonder if something clicked for him. I just wonder after, you know, you face Iowa State and all the drama that was there with Taylor Horton Tucker, you face Missouri and the drama that's there with uh, Mark Smith, and maybe some of that got put behind him. And uh, he said this week that a lot of film study and working on details on how he's finishing to the rim. And so credit the work ethic there. 
Um, but it just seems like mentally he's a different guy. And and it, and it takes that. We've seen that with all kinds of freshmen. Over the year, I was talking to it with one of my buddies, not to the same extent Io's even bigger, but you remember Malcolm Hill once Big Ten play started his freshman year. John Gross gave him a little more confidence. He got a little more playing time. He started averaging double-digit points a game. Same kind of thing, though. It, it, they're, they're different kind of players, but you see that the talent and the confidence are starting to line up, and, and it really lined up tonight in, in an Illinois victory. All right, good stuff. Hey, Evan, before you go, we're going to do our peak and insurance beyond the expected play, and you've got a whole bunch of highlights here, and uh, I don't know which way to go because there was a lot of good moments. So do you have a favorite? Um, do I have a favorite? I'm putting you on the go, spot. Go with number number five there on the sheet. All right, here we go. Peak and insurance beyond the expected play. Andres Felice, 45-26, Illinois Felice, stutter step, and a layup, going downhill, putting up and down. Felice with eight, shot no good, Dilson with a rebound. Illinois up big, Io to DeMonte. Yeah, the alley-oop. It worked. Yeah, and those were two plays, the, the two highlights combined, 18 seconds. You got four points, seven seconds. That's why it's beyond the expected because the offense worked. Brought to you by Pekin Insurance. For beyond the expected coverage and service, contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com. I guess you'd like some kind of commentary or perspective. I don't have any. Ninety-five, sixty-eight, Illinois over Minnesota. The Illini finally get their first Big Ten Conference win. I'll trek over to Iowa City on Sunday for a noon tip. Team would normally leave the day before. I wonder if they'll have to leave earlier with the pending snowpocalypse part two coming uh, our way this weekend. Take, do take care if you're going to be out and about. Uh, some more texts here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217 texture says, Favorite moment from the Illini win? Georgie B. hand slapping his invisible teammates in the lane after making his first free throw from a flagrant foul. <laughs> That's something you see on a video game. Caleb in Orlando says, Go Illini. What a great win on my birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Caleb. Where did this team come from? Seemed like a nice, some, some nice rotation of guys coming off the bench. Yeah, it started with, we touched on this. Uh, DeMonte Williams in the starting lineup instead of Aaron Jordan. And Brad Underwood said bringing Jordan off the bench, he liked the offensive punch that allowed. Um, I, I I like, too, that when you bring Jordan in, you don't feel like, oh, we've just taken a huge step back. And that's been uh, kind of how Brad Underwood has operated his teams. It's he, he doesn't focus in on six, seven guys. He wants to use nine to ten. And uh, more of that hockey line change type of style. And it's a completely opposite style from what we saw with John Beeline in Michigan. I mean, they had their starting five, who was all averaging in double figures, and then they had uh, Livers off the bench, who's a solid sixth man, and that's pretty much it. Now, the difference, obviously, there's a big, lot of big differences between Illinois and Michigan. You know, Brad Underwood just doesn't have the superstars that Michigan does, and... Guys have had a pension as a as a texter brought up earlier to get in foul trouble. You know, Georgie B in particular, even though he did really good tonight, he only finished with three. But obviously, if you get guys in foul trouble, that necessitates subs. And I know there's a huge debate of a guy gets two fouls, 
Do you leave them in and trust them? Do you take them out? We're not going to go down that road tonight because it's 1130. Um, but safe to say, yes, Brad Underwood does do a lot of subbing. I started to write them down, and I got to three at the 14-10 mark of the first half, and then I, I lost track because they were just coming left and right. Yes, it can be a little maddening at times, but tonight, as I said earlier, there seemed to be a little bit of method to the madness, and the defense played very well. Sharon says, not sure why Adonis didn't play, but coach said Adonis was counting down the shot clock, so he did contribute. So pleased we didn't have a shot clock violation, and we forced Minnesota into a couple. Awesome. Love the pace and 11 players in the first half. Go get Iowa on Sunday. Bruce in Houston says, this is the best thing in sports and why I love it so much. Watching a true pivot point in a team's history, this is it. Well, I don't know if I can – I don't. Bruce, you say, and if it this proves to be a pivot game, uh, all credit due to you. I will, I will wait to see how this plays out. But uh, the Illini certainly showed what they are capable of doing tonight. And I agree, too. This is what part of the beauty of especially college basketball. Anybody can win in the Big Ten. And after a team sets all kinds of expectations, whatever they are, they can just totally upend those and do something entirely different. And that's because these teams are constantly changing. They're constantly getting better. They're, cha- they're adapting. They're putting in new things. It's a lot of fun. That's what makes this sport great. It's not like college football where it's a 12-game season. College basketball is a long season, and teams can get on runs for the good and for the bad. All right, back to the phones. PNC Bank fan line is uh, 3569397. PNC Bank, the official fan line of uh, the PNC Bank is the official bank of the University of Illinois. Do we have Rom with us? Is that right? That's Ross, uh, Scott. I'm sorry, Ross. But yes, uh, hey, I was telling somebody, you know, before the after the first couple of games we had in the Big Ten, some of our non-conference, I I said I I, I I thought it was scary because I, did, I didn't even know if we were even going to have much of a chance of even getting a Big Ten win. And one thing, I was uh, sitting next to somebody tonight, and I was very, very impressed. I was telling them, I tell you too, I was very impressed. I think we we showed tonight what I think we could do, and we played the way I thought we could play. Obviously, we hung in there with Michigan. We hung in there with Indiana and some of these other teams. They weren't blowout losses. And I think that all uh, culminated in tonight's win, and I was very, very impressed. And I think we might have a chance at a lot more Big Ten wins, and I'm hopeful uh, we could do that. Hopefully this is not just an anomaly tonight. But we can continue doing this throughout the rest of the conference season. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Ross. And uh, I was right there questioning as well, wondering, you know, hey, if the team keeps playing like this, are they going to win another Big Ten game? Um, I, I, I did have the feeling that they would eventually win one um did not predict a blowout against minnesota really didn't didn't see this one coming so it's it's a good feeling and maybe it is a turning point appreciate the call ross yes thank you all right we go on to tim not you tim the another tim that's all right hey tim thanks for joining us yeah thanks guys uh just a few observations here in the box score uh kipper nichols played 17 minutes uh, zero for three shooting, uh, zero for two from three. Had four rebounds, one assist, two turnovers, two personal fouls. Georgie Bishanisvili, 28 minutes played, 
8 of 12 shooting. Tim, we don't need uh, you to read us the box day. score. What did you think of the game? Four of four from free throws, uh, two defensive rebounds, eight rebounds total. All right, we're going to uh, move on. We appreciate it, appreciate it, but uh, we can give you the box score. We, we're more interested in your your thoughts, your reactions, your questions. On the text line, Bill, we're going back to what uh, discussion about Io DeSumo in the draft. This is what Bill thinks. Uh, the NBA has two rounds of drafts. first one is the one that really counts. Uh, a lot of players think they are first-round material, but only 30 are. Love Io, but he isn't one of the 30, not physically developed enough yet. Great win. That's Bill. 309 Texture says, skinny jeans, money bags, and Rachy here. What a heck of a game. We all needed this game. The freshman class can be special if they stay together. Go Illini. Thanks for, thanks for texting in, skinny jeans, money bags, and Rachy. Appreciate it. And uh, where is all that? Where are all the haters now? A two one seven texture says, "Let's give the coach some time to get it together." One more. Jenny says on the way, she's on the way back to Indianapolis. What an awesome game! Can't wait to see what they do on Sunday. And I'm thinking Coach Underwood has been listening to the show and took some good notes from you guys and the callers. LOL. Kind of doubt he's listening. But if you are, Brad, thanks. He said what after the Michigan game or, or recently, I don't know what press conference it was, that he hasn't been on social media for 12, 13 weeks. So if he's not on social media, I doubt he's listening to radio shows. <laughs> doubt he was listening when he was on social media. All right, we will get us our uh, keys to the game when we come back. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Yes, sir. I mean, we work every day. We, we are everyday guys who work every day. Uh, we try to get better as a group and individually. And uh, it may not show at our record uh, how our record is, but we are getting better, and it will only go only go uphill from now on. Williams outlet to Felice. Felice on the break, coming right to left to the basket, high off the glass, no good. Georgie B taps it up and in. Vishanish Feely on the follow, and uh, he's been pretty consistent lately, but he's having a breakout game tonight. Is Vishanish Feely? 20 points for Georgie B with an 8 of 12 shooting, and he grabs six offensive rebounds, eight total. Really impressive game from Georgie Bajanishvili because we said at the outset, I felt, you know, Io could have a great game tonight, and he did. But if Georgie and I thought Kipper too, he didn't, but the Illini still won. If Georgie or Kipper didn't have a really good game, the Illini were going to lose this one. Georgie played fantastic. Yeah, I mean, on how many Illini teams have we said that? And it's 100% true. It can never be a one-man show. It can never be just Io carrying this team or Trent carrying this team or, you know, go back a few years ago, Malcolm Hill or Demetri McKamey. Other guys have to step up, and Georgie did tonight. And, you know, Trent in his own right had a good game, 15 points. And then other guys not making a huge dent on the stat sheet. You know, the Griffins, the Felizes, the... Uh, the uh, Tevian Joneses of the world. It was a good team effort. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, Jake says, uh, what do you think the starting five next year will be as of now? And it, this is only for fun because a lot of things can transpire, but Trent Frazier would be in your starting five. And it, by starting five, you're really your best lineup. Uh, Georgie, 
Kofi Cockburn will be in it, an Io. And give me one more here. Well, Kipper will be a senior. Uh, who'd be that fifth? Maybe maybe, uh, maybe Alan Griffin or Tevian Jones or a, a wing to be recruited, uh, a yet, yet to be on campus wing. But I think you'll have a good good starting lineup here next year. Uh, one more, one more. Uh, if you put Jordan Aaron Jordan's heart in Kiffer Nicholas's body, you would have an All American. That's a two one seven Texter's thoughts. Let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value, the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. Well, we talked about this at the outset. Rebounding was going to be the big key tonight. Illinois out-rebounds the Gophers 39-26. The Gophers are a really uh, good rebounding team, and Jordan Murphy is their stud in that department. He averages 12 rebounds a game. He's a top-four rebounder in the Big Ten all-time, recently passed Draymond Green on that list. When you pass Draymond Green on any list, you know you're doing something good. Jordan Murphy finishes with just three rebounds tonight. At one point in the first half, he only had one. And, in fact, rebounds as a team for the first half were 20-9. to At one point, it was 11-2, to Illinois leading that category. So, for Illinois, not having a, a ton of size and a ton of brute force down low, they really had their way in the in the what again for me was going to be the big key going into this one it was the stat that I was watching the rebounding and, and Illinois did very well my key is the offensive scheme was different uh, Brad Underwood uh, went away from something that wasn't always working or at least he felt wouldn't work against Minnesota didn't really use that pinch post Minnesota looked unprepared the Illini used a very attack oriented offense a lot of movement and it resulted in a lot of opportunities for good looks at buckets, and thus the Illini shot very well. They uh, they shot 61% in the first half, 51% in the second half for 56% total on the game. That also limits the opportunities for Minnesota to get rebounds because you're making your shots, and it all adds up to a very nice performance, a 95-68 win over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Our keys to the game brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and Hickory Point Bank. Well, I haven't seen it all put together like that against a different colored jersey, and that's that's what we've been striving for. And I mean, we've seen guys do certain things, and you you you're encouraged, and um, and yet it's it's transitioning that from the practice court to the to the uh, big lights and the big stage, and and uh, you know, but it was it was balance, it was it was effort. Um, Minnesota is an elite transition team, and uh, uh, I thought for the most part we controlled that. There's a note that the Illini are 350th. Is that right? 352nd in a analytical stat from Ken Palm, if you're familiar with them, in the luck category. And it's a complex formula that I don't understand, but basically says how have how have your results compared to your projected results is the way I understand it to be. And thus the Illini have been a very unlucky team looking at offensive efficiencies. And I just use the word efficiency there to sound like 
If I, th- I think if I use the word efficiency, then it sounds like I know what I'm talking about with this higher level stuff. But basically, the Illini finally got some luck, I guess. That is an elite statistic, Scott. <laughs> Fasters, etc. Post game show, Scott and Tim with you. Um, Illinois gets a win over Minnesota, ninety-five to sixty-eight, and uh, feels good. Uh, you know, I from our standpoint. I'll speak for myself, Tim. From my standpoint, you know, there's an element to this role where you're just you're you're covering the team, you know, no matter what happens, and uh, you know you have to kind of shed your fandom. But it is it is enjoyable to cover a team that has success, and it's enjoyable to see uh, hard work rewarded and to see a fan base. be able to celebrate. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. And, you know, to kind of put things in perspective, you know, Illinois' losses this year, you know, they have been close. They haven't been, you know, blowout losses. And I know, you know, the loss to Florida Atlantic is a very bad loss. I won't try to sugarcoat that. I will never try to sugarcoat that. That was an awful loss. Um, But it's not like Illinois is getting blown out night after night after night. Now, on the other side of the coin, I believe it was Bruce in Houston who said this is a turning point for the team. Let's kind of maybe back up here and say, okay, you know, I don't I don't expect this team to be in the NIT picture. I mean, they played very, very well tonight, but you got to be five, six games over 500 to be in the NIT picture, and I don't see Illinois uh, rattling off those wins. And but, I, I don't think that's what the texture was saying. Right. For, you know, he was just saying maybe it's a turning point into how the team may play or start to get wins. Now, maybe a building point is maybe a better expression. This is a, a, a game that the younger guys can look at and say, all right, this is how we're capable of playing if we're all grooving and jiving with each other and if we're, we're clicking uh, on all cylinders. Again, I, this is the phrase I used at the very first postgame show, and I'll say it again. Fantastic win tonight. A lot of potential on this team. Season as a whole, though, continue to temper your expectations. This team can rattle off a few more wins, maybe upset another team or two that they're supposed to, but this is going to be a growing and a building season to next year, and it's it's really validated by the fact that callers and texters already want to talk about next year's starting lineups. You're kind of proving my point that, hey, next year is the year when some of this raw talent is really going to start to come together, and then you throw a guy like Kofi Cockburn into the mix. You know, this could be... I, I saw one talking head say this could be a top five Big Ten team next year. I think maybe that's uh, on the optimistic side, but this will certainly be an improved team next year. And for those who are saying, what's the point of you know following the team at this point in the season? And you know, if you want to get on or off the wagon, that's fine. But uh, part of it is seeing how these players will develop and what may be for next year, uh, because obviously postseason hopes, barring some sort of miracle. Are uh, are not there, so you know you you have to enjoy the games that are in front of you and seeing how the young players develop. Evan Kahn here for one more check of our scoreboard on our Fasters Etc. Post Game Show, Mr. Kahn. Yeah, we went over top twenty-five scores, and there were only two Big Ten games tonight, so we can take this one of two ways. We'll start with some stats and info from tonight. I don't know if you guys saw this or mentioned this. Illinois is the only school to beat Minnesota in football, men's and women's basketball this season. So that's a great note. I don't know how big of a deal that is, but it uh, is a note. Fun. I was slightly off. Uh, Iodesumu is averaging 21 points per game over his last five games while shooting 55 percent 
from the field and a tweet from a basketball analyst that I'm not too familiar with, but he says, never doubt Brad Underwood in odd-numbered years after 0-5 slash 0-6-ish major conference starts. Uh, I'm guessing he's referencing uh, BU's only year at Oklahoma State with that one. Yeah, indeed. I think he lost his first six and at, in Big 12 play and then went 9-1 and one the rest of the year in his one Oklahoma State. And I think he had a sluggish start at uh, Stephen F. Austin one year, too. Yeah, and so I mentioned uh, not a whole lot of other major games going on. We could go through the alphabet schools or something like that. But I just went with some notes. A great win. Great job tonight, guys. A very rapid show with, with a quiet call line over there. Indeed. All right. Thanks much, Evan. Appreciate it. Appreciate your, your good work as well. We will wrap this up in a moment. All right, that's going to do it for our post-game show tonight, talking about an Illini win over Minnesota, 95-68. Certainly the best win of the year for the Illini. There's been too few and far between. Their fifth win and first in Big Ten play. Any final thoughts, Tim? Hey, Illini fans enjoy this one. You know, the season might not turn out great. We're going to get a ton of snow this weekend. The government shut down, but the Illini trounced Minnesota. Calm down. You're making this way too difficult. <laughs> that didn't come out very well. I'll have to play it another time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Evan Kahn behind the scenes. Ed uh, Bond is our chief engineer. Jim Lewis, our operations manager. General manager is Mike Hale. I'm Scott Beatty. Thanks much. We'll do it again on Sunday, 1030 game day coverage against Iowa. This is News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations.